0: Tonight at Ground Zero meetings, we're going to continue down the, the ABC teaching. Tonight is uh, the letter E, and we're going to talk about expectations and how expectations um, get us in a lot of trouble. You know, we have more expectations than we really realize. You know, and it's truly a lot of times. You know, this standard that we have in our head that we expect other people to adhere to. There's a standard that we want ourselves to adhere to. There's a standard that we think God should adhere to. And we have these expectations. And when things don't happen the way we think they should happen, we we have a, a lot of struggles that come out of these. You know, how many times have we had expectations that someone... <clears throat> should do or shouldn't do something and then they did that very thing that we can't imagine why they would do that you know and we get really upset angry you know bitter you know a lot of times you know people do things that we don't understand and we just have this expectation that people should know better you know and you know we have these perceptions you know and we have these expectations upon ourselves that I should be farther along than than this. You know, I shouldn't have this problem. I should be able to get myself free. You know, I shouldn't have to continue to struggle this way. You know, and these types of, you know, expectations, you know, are really pride-oriented in a lot of ways, you know, because we know what's best. You know, I, I love that the, the line in the acceptance reading is, I am the chief critic, and I know that you would want perfection just as I do you know, that I expect that you want perfection, you know, and you expect, you know, what you want, you know, and, and without realizing it, we have all these expectations that float around and they tend to get us in trouble, you know, expectations on time, you know, you know, how many times have we expected that certain things should take this amount of time and it always takes longer, you know. You know, as a carpenter, you know, I always anticipate things should go a lot faster. And I, you know, and I expect this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And then you start working, and all of a sudden you end up with all these other problems. And, you know, you quote a job for this amount of money, and then all of a sudden your anticipation and expectation is another couple of weeks, and you're like, I did not do a very good job on this job. You know, we have expectations in relationships. You know, we expect people should not lie to us or not cheat on us or not steal from us. But how many times have people that we cared for done one of those things? You know, and then our expectations begin to be projected on other people and that we expect that they will always lie. They will always cheat. They will always steal from us. And then we have a hard time connecting to people because now our expectations are flipped around and we use them as defense mechanisms, you know. So there's a lot of times that our expectations, you know, get us in trouble because we're overextended or we, you know, have this feeling that other people are going to do certain things that they end up not doing, you know, and then we have these expectations on time that, you know, I should be further along than now, you know, I shouldn't have to struggle like this. And these types of, you know, expectations, you know, get us really frustrated and when we get frustrated we tend to 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 lean towards the the wrong coping mechanisms because a lot of times we have expectations on Jesus and Jesus isn't behaving in our expectation you know the way he's supposed to do what he's supposed to do in the time frame that he's supposed to do so then we get frustrated with God and it makes it real hard to to connect to God when He's not behaving the way we expect he should. You know, so how many times have we thought we should have breakthrough by now? And how many times if you know, this prayer should be answered by now? And how many times is you know, this should have happened and that shouldn't have happened? And you know, I expect God that He shouldn't allow that. And we get ourselves in trouble because what really is 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 going on on the inside is that, you know. If God would just do what I think He should do, then, you know, my world would be perfect. But in all reality, when everything goes my way, how screwed up does my life get? It normally gets pretty twisted pretty quick. You know, I I look back at the years when I was really struggling and very selfish and very entitled and demanded my way and, you know, throw temper tantrums and this is an adult, you know, this isn't like little kid I mean, it's, you know, obviously behaviors that are very elementary, but, you know, as an adult, you know, I'm still doing these types of things and, you know, I expect everybody should just do what I think they should do you know and when they don't I get really angry so then I use anger to manipulate and anger to control because I expect that you should submit your will to me you know and my life was absolute chaos you know I have no strong relationship ties from back in those days you know who would want to be around somebody like that you know but yet I expect that you you know are gonna let me You know, act however I want to act. But then I expect you that you should act how I think you should act. You know, and things get really crazy. You know, and as we begin to change, you know, there's this healing process that begins to take that takes place. And we have this recovery process that's taking place. You know, and I expect that I'm going to be further along and I'm not going to have to do the work. You know, we always have this expectation that we're just going to get, you know, beamed over somewhere else. You know, I'm going to have 20 years sobriety and I've got 20 days sobriety. You know, I'm going to, you know, pray one prayer and yet all these other things are going to get uprooted and, and change and healed. And you know, I'm going to have a million dollars and you know, and this, that, and the other thing. You know, <clears throat> and there's times that you know, that we have these unhealthy expectations and it keeps us stuck going in cycles around and around and around because what really truly has to start taking place is that I have to begin to accept where I'm at. I have to accept that God's purpose and plan for me is not my expected. You know, I say it all the time is that if you would have told me that this is what i would be doing with my life 10 years ago, I would have never imagined it. You know, my expectations were completely different of where my life was going. And it was going that way fast, and it was not headed in the right direction. But I knew what I wanted, you know, and my will just continued to bring destruction in my life, and it hurt the people around me, you know, and I was out of control, and in my drug and alcohol addictions, and going in and out of jail, and, you know... But I expected the cops are just going to leave me alone because I'm just trying to have fun and I'm a good guy. But yet I break the law every day in multiple different ways. You know, I am a criminal in everything that I did, used to do. You know, and I wonder why I got a lot of uh, attention from the, the police. It's because they expected that I should act like a citizen and I expected that they should allow me to have fun however I feel fit. You know, and... The expectations get us in trouble, and then, you know, I have this expectation that all cops are bad. You know, the law. You know, the, you know, the man's out to get me. You know, and <clears throat> there's this process that has to take place. That until I accept that I'm an alcoholic or an addict, or until I accept that I have, you know, a pornography problem or a gambling problem or a food problem or relationship problem, until I. Stop putting my expectations on other people and begin to accept the fact that I need to change. You know, and then I have to change the way I look at Jesus in some ways, and I have to realize that He is who He is, and then through my relationship with Him, that I begin to heal and change and transform, and that my expectations of Jesus and how He's supposed to operate sometimes have to be adjusted because you know either i'm new you know in my christianity or you know i have a lot of religion you know or there's some brokenness or there's been a leadership problem or there's been an authority problem you know there's many different areas in our lives that that create wounds that make it hard to connect to god and, and to walk free from you know our past and, and walk the way that god is asking us to walk through our relationship with jesus and through having you know you know, the, the Bible in, in our lives and we're studying it and we're learning it and we're reading it, you know, and we have to begin to dial back some of these expectations because, you know, we get frustrated with people and God. You know, you know there was many years that I had this bitterness really towards God is because, you know, there was things in my life that I expected that should be happening and they weren't happening. You know, one of those things is, you know, I thought that I should be a pastor. And I thought that I should be, you know, a paid minister. And I thought that I should be married by now. You know, and this is several years ago. And really only one of those things has has come to pass. But my expectations totally changed. Because I was trying to force God to give me what I thought was going to satisfy me. And God knew that the only thing that was ever going to satisfy me was Him. So He was withholding certain things that I was expecting because He knew that even if I got certain things, that it wouldn't fill, uh, fill my heart, that I would just be burned out by the very thing that I thought that I wanted. You know, And how many times have we chased after the wrong thing expecting that it was going to be the very thing that, that made us happy? You know, if I just get this relationship, then I'm going to be happy. If I just get this job, then I'm going to be happy. You know, and over and over again, our expectations get out of balance because our focus is not on Jesus. You know, so as we, we change our focus and we begin to look at the, the true problem, which is our heart is broken and it needs Jesus because sin has happened in our lives through the sin that I've committed and through the sins that other people have committed. That you know, I need to go through this process of healing. You know, and the twelve steps gives us a, a, a very you know powerful tool to help us to work on th- you know things. But it, it's just one of many tools. I, I think that being in small groups in the church and, and being a part of the local church and being a part of local meetings, you know, AA or NA or Celebrate Recovery, or whatever, you know, being in these communities helps us because. I tend to isolate you know I have all these issues and I don't want to be around people because people will hurt me because I expect that they will you know somebody will take advantage of me you know and we we keep ourselves away from people because we just think that everyone's gonna hurt us so being in these types of communities the local church local recovery meetings small groups and, and other things that we find to be part of a community really begin to bring healing where me Isolating all the time, you know, hasn't produced any, you know, real healing because, you know, what I've been taught, you know, is I have this disease of loneliness that I treat with isolation. You know, and in my sin, you know, I I keep my distance from the people that are doing the right things, you know, and in my addictions, I, I stay away from people that aren't, you know, running and gunning like I would be running and gunning, you know, so you know, this shift has to take place that I realized that, you know, God is a sovereign God, you know, and I had to realize that my expectations were out of place. And and in His grace, He was withholding certain things from me because I wasn't ready for them. You know, and I began to, to pray about my anxiety and pray for peace to come over my mind. And I began to pray the releasing of control and I began to, release, you know, how things should be. You know, so often we have this picture in our mind the way it should be. We have this expectation in our mind that I should be here by now or this should be happening by now or this shouldn't have happened. And we stay stuck trying to fix really a fantasy. And we're not really living in reality. You know, and when we come out of our expectations and and then living in this fantasy world and we come to reality and realizing that Jesus is still Jesus, and His Word is his, still His Word. And, you know, the the better I am at obeying His Word and, and His Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit, that I have this ability to walk forward in truth, and all of a sudden, things begin to fall into place. Now, they don't happen the way that I think they should happen. You know, I expect that this should happen. I expect that should happen, and... and Jesus is like, "Nah, I got a different plan for you." You know, I don't really know anybody that that came to Jesus and, and everything that they wanted to happen the way they thought it should happen happened. Normally, it's the exact opposite. The more you try to push something, the more you try to grab a hold of something, the more you try to force something, Jesus kind of puts on the the holy brakes and just doesn't allow certain things to happen that way and forces you to let go of things and trust him and and there's this whole level of healing that begins to take place because our expectations are still trying to be self-serving and if i get what i want and i use jesus to get get me what i want then i'm going to be happy you know and, and jesus is not you know a genie in the bible that if i read enough verses then i can pray in the name of the lord and i get what i want you know and you know we take things out of context you know and we expect that you know miracles signs and wonders are going to happen but you know I'm not taking care of my simple disciplines and staying out of you know some of these areas of sin that I I continue to fall in you know I I proclaim holiness but I'm not living it but I expect God that he's going to you know do what I think he should do now he can still bless us even when we're in sin you know and, and that too can be an expectation that you know, I, I've I'm not being a very good Christian lately, I'm struggling, so therefore, you know, I expect God that He's gonna, you know, be mad at me and and you know, certain things aren't gonna fall into place. And it's funny to watch that mindset when when we slip up and we do something wrong and then Jesus blesses somebody in the midst of that moment. Because it's like it does not compute in the religious mindset because My expectation says that that should not happen. And Jesus knows exactly what's going on in our heart, and He moves the way He feels He should move. And there's times that we get blessed in the midst of doing the wrong thing. And there's times that we don't get blessed when we've been behaving real good for a while. You know, it's all His will and His timing and His ways. You know, and it, but I do know that the more obedient I am, my my life is blessed because i'm living according to the word of god and his his word is already blessed you know and the more we begin to be obedient to what we know is true and what we know we should do all of a sudden things just start to fall into place and a lot of times it's not even that we're really working for these things anymore that they just kind of start to fall into place and things start to happen and You know, all of a sudden it's like, wow, this is different. Wow, life's getting better, you know. And it just totally blows our minds, you know. Because I had this mindset that I expected my life was always going to suck. You know, my life has been really hard since I was a little kid. My life was real hard as an adult because I was crazy and a lunatic. So as I came into recovery, you know, my my coping mechanisms were, were... basically gone and life was even a little bit harder in those early years because I was just so angry all the time. You know, and I really anticipated, expected that my life was always going to be hard and you know I've been dealt this hand of cards and it's my fate to suffer forever. You know, and so my expectations on recovery and my expectations on God were false. You know And when I finally had enough pain, I began to surrender certain things, and I started finally doing the work of my steps, and all of a sudden, you know, here's Jesus showing up on the scene, you know, letting me know that, you know, even though I'm working my steps, and even though I'm sort of believing in God, my sinful life needs to be eradicated. You know, and you know I I found myself coming to celebrate recovery many years ago and in a very broken place and I didn't expect that God would love me I didn't think that I was lovable and sometimes my expectations on God in that sense keep me from finding breakthroughs because I don't expect God to do anything for me and you know you hear it a lot of times in AA you know there's or you know in other areas you know you you hear it in the you know people's lives that you know god wants to send them to hell or god's not really real or god's this or god's that because they have expectations on god that are false you know and as you know we've surrendered our lives to the lord you know he's taken us down these roads that have really changed everything in our lives And, and You know, I've been in awe at times the way God moves, and it's just like, this doesn't make sense. You know, and if He moved by my expectations, I would be cutting myself short. Because God is so much bigger than I can even anticipate, and He loves me more than I can even really wrap my mind around. And He wants to bless me more than I can even grasp if I just surrender my will to Him and do things His way. He. you know, has this plan for each and every one of us that wants to prosper and wants to bless us and wants to help us to grow and wants us to become the men and women that he has called us to be. And if we would align ourselves with that, our expectations would be blown out of the water because what he is capable of doing with broken people is beyond our ability to understand because we put limits on ourselves. Our expectations on ourselves keep us stuck sometimes because we don't think that God could use me or I don't think that God would do that. You know, and our expectations in, in God's ability to change broken people or bless broken people or heal broken people is very limited. But yet when we read the Word, we see you know, very broken individuals getting used by God in very amazing ways. You know, you look at the story of Paul or Saul, who became Paul. You know, he was a, he murdered Christians, and he was doing it for the righteousness of of Yahweh. You know, in a sense. You know, and yet the Lord met him and changed his life. And you know, he's you know because of his works and his life. You know, most of us are here because you know he's you know credited for writing for roughly about two thirds of the New Testament and. You know his journeys and, and what he did, and you know how he planted churches, and you know how, the way God moved in his life. You know really put Christianity on the map in the Middle East. You know, and if he didn't allow God to move in his life, you know he would, the Lord would have picked somebody else to do it. You know that's just the way the Lord works. But you know he didn't. You know his expectations of the way God was supposed to move were completely false. But when God showed up in his life and he surrendered his life, you know, a completely different man was was really birthed out of those that moment, you know, and his life was completely changed. You know, and there's story after story after story of of people in the Bible that, you know, God used in mighty ways. And even when they didn't think that it could happen that way, you know, you You know, Gideon, for an example, you know you know, he didn't think that he was worthy and he was afraid and he was hiding and and God saw his heart and his expectations of his own ability were false and God knew that there was something more going on in there. You know, and you know, we can go on and on of story after story after story of you know, people that didn't look at God the right way. You know, Jonah, for an example. You know, that here's another man that you know, ran from God and, and God, you know, reached out into his life and, and turned him around and he ended up doing what God had called him to do. You know, and if we would just allow the Lord to begin to move in our lives and, and have a healthy view, you know, and it doesn't mean that there's times that we're going to have things out of perspective because we're human. You know, we have a limited understanding you know, of the Word and of His will. But as we continue to surrender to it and we continue to allow Him to move in our lives, you know, He begins to change us from the inside out. That, you know, we get to this place where we don't even desire certain sins anymore. You know, I love the, the big book in the sense that it says that, you know, you, the thought of a drink, you'll recoil from like sticking your hand in a hot flame. And I think that that's all sin. You know, you don't want that anymore. You just want Jesus you know and you know there's layers you know certain things get peeled back you know you give up this and you give up that and you lay this down and you struggle with this and eventually you get free of that and you know you progress in your relationship with the lord and you know it's not this instant poof slain in the spirit i wake up and i'm super holy and i'm going to walk free for the rest of my days i mean i've never seen it happen I, i'm sure there's somebody out there but the reality of it is the expectations are that we got a lot of work to do you know and as we get this mindset that we pray for supernatural things to happen we pray for suddenly to take place we pray for miracles we pray for the sick we pray for all sorts of supernatural things to get to happen and yet we get into the mode that you know i go to work every day you know i do what i need to do i i do my step works i know i i resist my flesh i submit to the lord you know i I pray. I, you know, I read. You know, I do what I need to do. I have my spiritual disciplines that w- that we we practice these principles in all of our affairs. That there is a spiritual principle to everything that we're going through, and we 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 learn what those spiritual principles are, and we we begin to live by them. And before we know it, these principles begin to build this new life. And before we know it, you know, miracles begin to take place. You know, and, you know, it's, it's having the sober mind. You know, Peter talks about having a sober mind, which in the Bible, it doesn't really have anything to do with drugs or alcohol. It's having a healthy view of yourself, you know, a humble view of yourself, that I got work to do. I'm not the man that I want to be. You know, I'm, I got areas in my life that I still struggle with, that I don't want to struggle with, but yet I still struggle with it, you know. And I want to lay these things down and I lay it down and I pick it back up and I lay it down and I pick it back up. You know, in other areas I've been able to to completely let go of and I've walked free from it for many, many years. You know. And I just expect that, you know, I'm gonna pray and God's gonna change my metabolism and I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and need two hundred pounds. In Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> and it's funny, but we pray that way in other areas of our lives, don't we? You know, and we, I don't want to, you know, I'm never going to struggle with food ever again. But I want to leave here and go get Chinese food. Like, you know, I shouldn't have to struggle. Like, they should just eradicate all Chinese food places. Like, no, the truth of the matter is, is I have to resist my temptations. I have to submit my flesh. I have to, you know, begin to have a healthy diet. I have to to exercise. I have to to do these things. And I pray the whole time for the strength to do those things. Because a lot of times I don't want to do it. You know, so I have to have these, this healthier mindset. I have to have this acceptance that I pray. I pray for healing. I pray for breakthrough. I pray for, you know, deliverance or liberation or, or whatever that's going on in our lives. But yet, you know, I live these spiritual principles out in my life. You know, and I do the work. You know, you move a muscle, you change a thought. Action, action, action. You know, there's things that we do that help us to, to move forward towards victory. You know, that we can't expect God's just gonna do all these, you know, supernatural crazy things and I'm gonna live the way that I've always lived and and things are gonna change. Because a lot of times I have to be the change agent and, and as I take steps of faith in directions towards the Lord, he begins to show up and things begin to shift and change. You know, and yet there's other times that he just moves. And poof, things are different. And, and we have this expectation that he moves certain ways all the time. But he moves how he feels that he should move. And we have to allow him to move in our lives in the way that he wants to move, not the way we think he should move. You know, I learned a long time ago, a lot of people block the Holy Spirit is because they don't realize that he's speaking to him or speaking to us you know, that we don't recognize that he's trying to move in our lives because, you know, we think it should happen a certain way or we think it shouldn't happen a certain way. And we don't really realize that he's been talking to us the whole time. And he's moving and his presence is there, but yet our expectations of the way it's supposed to happen, you know, cloud it for us and we miss it. You know you know, I hear people all the time it's like, you know, I don't hear God. And I'm like it's true because I, you know, I remember when I couldn't hear God and it's because I had way too many distractions in my life. And as I began to dial down the distractions and I expected that God couldn't talk to me, lo and behold, God started speaking to me and it would freak me out. You know, The Holy Spirit wants to move in each and every one of our lives. You know, and I believe also that there's times and seasons where you know, it feels like He's you know, taking a step back, but He didn't move. Or maybe he's just being silent, or maybe I, I'm you know expecting him to do what I want him to do, so you know I'm not listening. You know, I, I'm forcing my hand and, and Jesus has just already said what he needed to say, so he's just waiting on for me to be obedient. You know, and what I've learned is that as I lay things down over and over and over again and, and position myself and saying, Jesus, your will be done. You know, that he Begins to surpass my expectations of what he can do. You know, thy will be done. You know, it's such a simple prayer, and I picked it up a long, long time ago, you know, and I'm not even exactly where I picked it up. You know, I mean, obviously, it, it's, it gets thrown around in the church a lot, but I've been, every time I've said the serenity prayer in any AA meeting for probably over a decade, at the end of the, every serenity prayer, I say, thy will be done. You know, and I don't know where I picked it up, but I've been praying, your will be done. You know, and not just that area, but every, you know, I say, Jesus, I want this or I want that, but your will be done. You know, I want this, but if this is not you, close that door. You know, don't let me have it. You know, if this isn't you, don't let me have it. I'm still single, so I guess Jesus has a bigger plan. You know, that there's times that, you know, we take steps and directions and it's not his will because we expect or we're trying or we're forcing and yet that door gets shut on us and we get, you know, hurt or, you know, get ourselves ensnared in something that isn't Him. You know, and we wonder why this is happening or why I'm struggling now. Is because I expected that my will could be accomplished in His will. And that can't happen. It's His will or our will. You know, there can't be two wills intertwined in, in, in one and the same. You know, we have to surrender to His way of doing it you know and the and the more we surrender and the more we allow him to move and the more we are obedient and the more that we you know align ourselves with the word of god he begins to move and surpasses our expectations on on you know so many levels so i just you know encourage you guys to to really be catching it because you know expectations usually produce bitterness you know and when i have an expectation on a person and they don't behave the way I think they should behave, I get bitter or I get angry at that person. You know, when I have an expectation on God and He doesn't do what I think He should do or move in the time frame that I think He he should do it, I get bitter with God. You know, and I step back from both of those situations. I step back from those relationships. You know, and people are people. You know, people are going to do what people are going to do. You know, but God is God and He's going to do what He is going to do in that sense that you know he knows better you know and our expectations sometimes need to get realigned with this 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 humble heart of being surrendered and saying your will be done you know I'm ready to do it your way you know and I'm not saying that that's easy what i'm saying is that it's beneficial you know, and we have to stop having the expectation that following Jesus is going to be easy. Because there's days that it's going to be hard. You know, but there's such a reward, there's such a blessing. Not just in the next life, but in this life as well. You know, I believe that we can receive an inheritance here. That when we surrender to His will and we align ourselves with what He's doing, things begin to shift and happen. But that doesn't mean that trials won't happen. So we have to release the expectation that we aren't going to have trials in our life because over and over and over again it says, you're going to suffer for my sake. You're going to go through these trials, but rejoice in it. You know, over and over and over and through the New Testament you see these types of scriptures or you see these types of teachings. So we have to get rid of the expectation that, you know, we're just going to fly around in a pink cloud all the time because that's not true. You know, I believe that we can live a blessed life, but life is life on the sinful world. And painful things are going to happen, you know. So it's important that we recognize expectations because it gets us out of balance and it frustrates us because, you know, we we are trying to force or get something or look at something incorrectly, you know. And, and when it doesn't happen the way we expect, you know, we get hurt or we hurt somebody else. We get angry. We lash out. You know. We withdraw. You know. That's the main thing that happens when we don't. When God doesn't meet our expectations as we withdraw from Him. So I just really encourage you to recognize when expectations are trying to rise up, or even if you slipped into it and now you see it, how it's affecting you, catch it next time. You know, we learn from our mistakes, but we also learn from others. So just be encouraged that, you know, God is moving in each and every one of our lives and that He is going to surpass our expectations if we let him. So would you just bow your head to Lord, I just thank you so much. I thank you for all that you're doing. I know that you love each and every one of us, and you're healing our hearts and renewing our minds. Lord, there's so many times that we don't expect that you're going to move in our lives, and yet you bless us. You take care of things. You open up doors that shouldn't be open. You close doors that, that need to be closed. And A lot of times we expect that we're supposed to do all the work, but many times it's just we surrender to your will and you begin to move lord so often we have unhealthy expectations towards people and even towards you lord and i just pray that you would help us to recognize when we are getting out of balance and and looking at things incorrectly lord that we would hear your voice that we would allow you to 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 challenge us and correct us and draw us and help us to be obedient to you help us to respond to you lord We just thank you for all that you're doing, Lord. I just pray that you would pour your blessing upon us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen.